Hello, and welcome to this Idaho Reports Web Extra for August 19th. I'm Melissa Davlin. This week, I sit down with Alexis Van Horn, news editor of The Argonaut at University of Idaho, and Angela Palermo, assistant news editor of The Argonaut, to discuss testing at the university. But first, on Wednesday, Governor Brad Little issued a proclamation officially convening a special session to address election and liability issues. The special session will begin on Monday, August 24th. In a press release, Little said he decided not to allow for legislation on education funding or public health district authority, saying it would be more appropriate to wait for the general session in January. We'll have a special session preview on this week's show. Idaho Reports airs Fridays at 8 on Idaho Public Television. In late July, I spoke to Blaine Eccles, Vice Provost for Student Affairs and Dean of Students at University of Idaho, who told us that the university planned to test every student and process those samples with facilities at Gritman Medical Center. I think one of the other key components that we're doing is it is our plan to test all students before the start of classes. Um, we've invested heavily in our uh, ability to do that. We're working very closely here in Moscow uh, with uh, Gritman Medical Center to do testing of all students. Uh, we did a test run this week of our testing capabilities. Um, we had over 100 volunteers. I was one of them. President Green was another one uh, where we stood uh, in line, uh, checked in, got tested. Um, and we're I'm still waiting on those results. But uh, by doing our own testing, we'll be able to turn around the, the testing results time um, and, and uh, get information uh, back to folks. We've had a group of folks working on this all summer long. We've actually purchased the machines to do testing. We have the swabs in place as well to do that. Um, and so, and we're, we're looking to have testing up and running starting next week. We're still waiting for the machines and, and I don't know what they're called. So <laughs> bear with me on that. I'm not the, the person that's gonna be running the, the mechanics of it. Um, but we are going to be doing the testing as early as next week once those machines get certified and verified through governmental regulations. But student reporters at the University of Idaho Argonaut found out that this wasn't the case, at least not yet. Angela Palermo and Alexis Van Horn joined me this week to discuss their coverage. Thanks so much for joining us. Angela, for those who aren't familiar, can you give us a rundown of the university's testing plan? Yeah, so from the beginning, um, the university said early on they were planning to open their own lab to be able to test students as they come to campus, um, not faculty and staff, uh, although they're strongly encouraged to. Um, but the plan is to test every student as they come to campus. They're not allowed to um, you know, live in the dorms or go to class before, before they get um, a negative result. And so, yeah, the plan was to open a testing site um, on campus. It's located at the, the rec center. Well, they kind of refer to it as a swabbing site now because there's confusion, but the swabs that we were taking from students um, and faculty and staff early on were actually being sent to a private laboratory um, through Gritman Medical Center. And a lot of people were confused as to why their results were taking uh, like five to 10 days to get results back when the university had been you know, repeatedly saying through communications that that results would be available within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah, right. Alexis, can you uh, get us caught up on that? Because the 24 to 48 hour turnaround time was one of the keys to this plan working. Yeah, absolutely. So in June, July, so early summer, the university didn't have a solid plan 
um, that they were explaining to the public yet. Um, later in July and early August, so about the week around August 4th, they were, um, we had President Green, um, the interim provost, Tori Lawrence, um, and a couple other administrators saying that we would have a 24 to 48 hour turnaround from a UI-based lab, which is in a Gritman Medical Center facility. But when their swabbing began on August 6th, we were seeing turnarounds more like four to 10 days instead of that 24 to 48 hours because they were sending the swabs to a private lab through LabCorp instead of the um, UI-based lab because although they'd been saying that all certification had been completed, there were a few steps that they stated were unforeseen that they had to go through in addition to, or not really in addition to, but they had to go through a few more steps. And we got an email to Moscow-based faculty and staff and a separate email to Moscow-based students yesterday saying the UI-based lab is now open, but we don't know what that means for testing yet. And meanwhile, students are already arriving on campus. Angela, any idea uh, if any have tested positive so far? Yeah, so far, um, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I think it's around 30 um, students have tested positive. And they're trying to say, like, this is how many are are positive right now because of the length that it's been to get turnaround on results, if that makes sense. Like some of them are no longer um, symptomatic and it's been 10 to 14 days. And um, we are trying to nail down what exactly that means. And Alexis, uh, any idea how this is playing out and how the university is handling that? We're working on a story right now about what exactly the numbers they're publishing mean, because right now they're publishing total tests completed, um, positive tests, and a percentage of positive tests, but they're not, they haven't said um, where, when those tests are from, whether these are on or off campus students or faculty staff, they have been very vague about exactly what those numbers mean. Um, as far as what this means going forward, we're st still not entirely sure, um, but we are working on several stories about it. It's just been thing after thing and working to find, as soon as we finish one story and think we're somewhat solid, something else pops up. <laughs> That's kind of the theme of the year 2020, right? Uh, any idea if the university will ever hit that 24 to 48 hour test turnaround, Alexis? Honestly, I'm not sure. We haven't seen what the turnaround is like out of the UI-based lab yet. So I can't, I wouldn't feel comfortable assuming or making guesses about what that turnaround will look like. They've been very adamant that it will be 24 to 48 hours, but we don't have any proof of that or any, um, we don't have evidence to back that claim up yet, um, other than what officials have been saying. 
Looking forward, is there a possibility, Angela, that the university just gets shut down before Thanksgiving? You know, in the email um, President Scott Green sent to students last night, he did say, quite frankly, it's all up to you guys, basically, um, whether we get shut down or not, because he, he said it, it is a possibility. So I think, you know, like we said, it's it's the Vandal Pledge. The onus is really on every individual on campus to wear their masks, social distance, and we'll see how it goes. Alexis, so far, what are you seeing on campus? Are students sticking to that Vandal Pledge? Well, I live in off-campus housing with a roommate right now, so I haven't been spending as much time on campus as somebody who is in on-campus housing, but I have driven around the perimeter of campus and I've noticed um, when I was driving around, it was when Greek had moved in, but uh, housing and residence life movements hadn't yet started, so I can't speak on what that looks like, but I did see a lot of students outside um, not necessarily social distancing, not not everyone was wearing masks. Um, I don't know for sure what every specific house's plan is or what they've communicated to their students, but I know that I am not the only one who has witnessed this. There were concerns brought up in the last talk with Tori, which is a um, staff and faculty um, Zoom conversation with the interim provost. Um, several um, several employees brought up concerns about what they'd been seeing on Greek Row, things that other people had been seeing. We've had comments on our social media from stories about other people noticing the same things. So I'm not entirely sure what things will look like, but um, we can't guarantee that every individual will perfectly adhere to guidelines because that's just how people work. All right, Alexis Van Horn, Alan uh, Angela Palermo, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. You can find Angela and Alexis's coverage at uiargonaut.com. Thanks for listening and make sure you subscribe to the Idaho Reports podcast on your favorite podcast player.